Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Will Lambros, and we are at the Skip Barber Garage at VIR. We're here for an SCCA race weekend, Mm -hmm. but you and your brother work here. Yes. Um, So I I, want to definitely learn more about that. I just got a chance to interview him, and it was an interesting story. Did you guys start racing at about the same time? Yeah, I started when I was six. He was five. Oh, gosh. back in go-karts. Man. Um, on Long Island, so we used to race in a parking lot, and then we've kind of progressed from there. Well, tell me, tell me what your world is like right now. What do you do for Skip Barber, um, and are you racing, and what are you racing? So, what I do for Skip, I'm, I used, back in high school, I graduated in 2021, um, so during COVID, I would work here full-time pretty much, and I was the test driver for the Formula 4 cars, so I would help develop a setup and go through problems with the car. Um, after high school, I kind of stepped back and started working for my father. We own a, um, a machine shop and make wedding bands and jewelry for stuff like that. So lace, CNC's and all that kind of stuff. And um, so that's what I've been doing work-wise and, you know. But racing-wise, I've been recently, I've been racing legend cars, which are oval cars. And we've been doing oval and asphalt um, road course. And I've been racing these for the past three years, spec Miatas for the past four or five years. And this year I'm driving in the Pirelli World Challenge in the 2022 Skip Barber Honda Civic SI oh, in the TCA class. So, nice. Yeah, so that's new. That's exciting. That's me. a lot of different types of vehicles. Yeah. Is, is there any one that's your favorite? Definitely the Legend car. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, I find it the most fun to drive. It's a lot like a go-kart. It's a handful. Um, they're pretty fast for the, for their size, uh, super competitive. So. Yeah. Um, is there, um, tell me a little bit about the, the, the Civic. So the Civic this year, it's 11th gen, so it's brand new. Like They just put them out on the dealership lots fairly recently. Um, full-blown race car from the factory, gutted cage, all that. Um, they're tuned, obviously. Um, but all racing suspension. It's a pretty cool car. Uh, front wheel drive, a lot of fun. So that's new for me too, the front wheel drive thing and the new car. <laughs> I'm used to driving old mechanical cars. So so on the front wheel drive car, I know I, I drive front wheel drive car, but it's I, on the street I drive rear wheel. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a lot different on yeah, the track. Yeah, it's a big difference. Um, it was a lot easier to kind of step into, um, I felt. Uh, but it's hard coming from always driving something rear wheel and something that's a handful um, to jump into the front wheel where I really have to baby it and really try to get the car rotated and such. So, yeah, um, that that's the other thing too is you know the you know, the way that you prevent it from over rotating is a little yeah. bit different. Those yes. things. But how do you um, jumping from one to another? Maybe it's just hard. 
but like the muscle memory. Yeah. It just seems like, man, I have to uh, reprogram myself. It, it is really weird. So jumping from the rear wheel drive into the front wheel was relatively easy. But this morning I went out. I've been driving the TCA car for the last month. I really haven't driven anything else. But I got in the Miata this morning in the rain, and I was like, wow, this is weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> car was sideways. I was trying to throttle out of it, but it wasn't helping me. Yeah. You know, cause when you loosen the front-wheel drive car, you throttle out of it. Um, so, like, that was just odd, but it didn't take me long to get back in the rhythm. Cool. So, so um, how did you do for the qualifying so far? Um, pretty well. I would have liked to have done better. We had a rainy session. Um, it was one of those sessions where like everyone was on slicks and then we all changed over to reins, but I stayed out on slicks and then came in to change the reins and then they called the session. Oh man. So, but I ended up 18th. Okay. So, um, so I was asking your brother he said, you guys get asked this all the time. Who's, who's the better yeah, driver? I was waiting for that question. Uh, Dean's usually quicker in qualifying and he's a lot more aggressive a driver, but I'm a lot smarter. So in the law, <laughs> <laughs> In the long races, I tend to do better. Um, I can change up my driving style. I like to race how I like to be raced, but if someone's racing me in a bad way, I'll race them their, their way. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I am. Um, yeah, so I. in the long run, I'd say I'm the better driver. But All right. if, like, say for, say for Dean, someone told him, hey, get in this car and go drive it as fast as you can. There's a 50-50 shot of him setting, like, a track record in the car or putting it into a wall. Wow. Gosh. <laughs> um, you know, he told me a story, and I'm sure you have a different one. This is a story where he barely beat you by, like, a tenth or a hundredth or something like that. Uh, uh, you probably have some stories where you yeah, beat him. Yeah, a couple times yeah. that's happened. What, what did, he, did he tell you in the Miata? Um, I can't remember what he was driving. I know there was an embankment, and he... You came out of nowhere and was in front of them, and then you guys were side drafting down the the final, yes. final stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. We were, a couple times before that, the two of us we were racing so hard, we both had went off and we we're driving to the dirt like uh, like the Baja One Thousand <laughs> in the Miatas. So yeah, and he then, mentioned that. Yeah, but legend cars, it's always competitive between the two of us. Yeah, uh, like down to the last lap. Um, same with these things. We're always right behind each other or in front of each other. So, any any races stand out? And Definitely that, that Miata one. Yeah. Um, we had a race at our home track in Riverhead, Long Island, in the Legend cars, where Dean was in front of me almost the whole race. I had to come from the back, and I cut up to Dean. And on the second to last corner, coming out of turn two, I got underneath him and beat him to the race, beat him to the finish line. So <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was, that was one in my memory. Cause that was just super good, clean racing. Yeah. Between yeah. the two of us. Um, so any races that you'd rather forget about just in general? There's a few, yeah. <laughs> not between us. We yeah. usually race relatively well, but, uh, yeah, there's some races where I just make stupid mistakes, primarily in the legend cars coming from a road course background. It's, a process to get out of that rhythm and go into the oval. What's the, what's different about it? Like, what is the mindset? What do people so, have to think through? Oval racing, I find it a lot more dirtier driving style. Okay. You really gotta like, cause it's so close and everyone's <clears throat> got the same car. You really gotta move people with the bumper to pass them unless you like have a clear shot. Um, so I've messed up in that instance and 
wrecked myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then same with the driving style. It's, I find oval racing a lot harder than road course because oval racing, you have four corners to make up a 10th. Here you have 12 or whatever it is. Yeah. 19, I think it is here. Yeah. Um, so in that aspect, you know, I find, find myself in the wall or rubbing up against the wall. Not totaling cars, but just like stupid mistakes. Yeah. So. Um, what, you know, I know you've probably been to a lot of tracks. Yeah. You got a favorite? Um, road course wise, definitely Watkins Glen. Okay. Or, uh, or Limehawk. So two of my home tracks, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Those I'm always super competitive at. Always have good races there. And oval wise, probably Caraway in South Carolina. It was a super fast five eighths mile or half mile which is uh they don't race legend cars there anymore because they're too dangerous there so we've averaged over 100 miles an hour on the track or something yeah. like that um but yeah definitely those three are my top hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Tell me about like how this got started with the it was the carts was that how it started? Yeah, so I started in carts, uh, went up through the ranks, raced locally, started racing nationally, won a couple championships, won a lot of you know national races. Um, got out of carts when I was fourteen. Met Anthony Demonte, the owner of Skip Barber. He was actually running. This was prior Skip Barber. Um, he was running a school. So I took that school, so I was able to race the Miata. Um, Mike Stillwagon, who's the head instructor here, kind of brought us into that, introduced us to Anthony. Anthony came to a liking of me, uh, spoke a lot in between that. And then um, in 2018, I raced my first race for Anthony in USF4. Um, that was kind of just a one and done, and then started working for him full time after that. Um, Picked up these cars. I probably built almost half of them. Um, there was just four of us in the shop, you know, thrashing. Yeah. And uh, started driving these. Did really well. Was always super competitive. Um, still working for Anthony. I would get out of the car, get right into cleaning it, yeah. you know, <laughs> doing all the maintenance stuff. I'd be at the shop till 2 in the morning working on them with the rest of the guys and then racing in the morning. So it was a lot. I learned a lot. Uh, you know, it was cool being on both sides of the steering wheel. Yeah. And then uh, Legend Cars, I kind of got into after karting as well, just because it was cheap and, you know, really good close racing. Uh, that kind of took me into racing the Modified. I've done that twice up at Stafford, which is another local track up by me. Um, so, and then Anthony this year offered me a spot in the TCA car. So I took that, obviously, that was awesome. I was hoping for that because I'm much more of a sports car guy okay. over a formula car. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Spec Miata throughout the years, just a bunch of wins in that car. So, so what what about aspirations for the future? What do you what do you want? What do you see yourself doing a few years from now? Um, I don't know honestly. There's a lot of things going on with Scott Barber. I'd love to be a race car driver in the long run, you know. But I have a really good fallback plan, you know, to go into my dad's business. Okay. Um, but I'd like to do sports car stuff, you know, as a career, you know, yep. MSA or stuff like that. But you know, IndyCar would be cool too. But I don't have too much of an interest in NASCAR or F1. Actually, yeah. you know, a lot of people are shocked when I say that, but. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, what, tell tell me why, because I, I I'm more of the guy. I mean, NASCAR's great racing. I think it's cool. I'd love to drive one. Um, I went to the Daytona 500, and it seemed kind of surreal. Yeah. Like it was just, I wouldn't say it's staged, but mm. I don't call it staged. But it, I could see it being that way. Not that it is coming from a racing team. Um, so that kind of like turned me off of it a little bit. Uh, and also, I like Oval, but it's I'd rather drive road course. And Formula One, it's just, I'm more of like, like I said, the racing kind of guy. Like I'll, I'd have way more fun starting from, you know, the thir- 30th or something and racing yeah. up to the front than starting third and racing to the front. Yeah. You know, that's kind of my driving style. I like challenging myself in that kind of way. Um, and Formula One, that's just not enough of that, I feel. Yeah. So. Your brother, I asked your brother about um, where would somebody new, you know, about you, about you guys' age, like, where should they start? And he didn't hesitate. He was yeah. like, oh, Skip Barber. Definitely Skip Barber. I mean, yeah. the race series they got now, especially this year, 16 drivers. And I was, I missed the race in Atlanta this year, but I've heard from a bunch of the other guys that it was super competitive, like six or eight cars battling for the lead the whole race and i was shocked because when i did it it was you know four or five of us and it was the same four or five guys but there's new guys in and out uh this year which i find really cool and you know the whole school thing like two to come along with that i definitely start here and then from here if you're not racing these or getting in a tca car or something like that spec miata so it's you know most probably the most competitive car I've raced uh, cheaper on that side so that's always a good option that's that's usually what I tell people uh, who are looking to get into the road course side of things got it now when you say competitive um, I'm assuming that means you are racing against other people when you're winning or losing based upon your skill it's yeah. not uh, a it's, class where it's all based on how much money you have. Yeah. I mean, there's some guys who spend a lot of money on it, and, you know, it makes a little bit of a difference, but then it comes down to the racing. They'll be faster in qualifying, but, you know, it comes down, in the end, it comes down to how well you are able to drive Yeah. Uh, with these things. So, um, so uh, other than Skip Barber... Uh, are there any other organizations or people that you'd like to shout out, let other people know about how great they were and kind of helping you along the way? I mean, obviously my father. My father has helped me the whole way. Yeah. Uh, Skip Barber's great. Legend Cars I run with 860 Motorsports. They're a great stepping stone to get into the oval world. Uh, probably the 
biggest team, legend car wise, and most competitive. I mean, we're always on the podium with those guys. Um, so definitely those three. I find, uh, you know, a father is always father, mother, you know, parents supporting you is always a good the first step in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I will tell you, I'm, I'm I'm definitely envious of you and your brother. One because you both get to race together, yes, which is really that's, cool. That's what I find. There's not a lot of that. Yeah, you know, there's no not a lot of brothers. Usually, you like one will race and one will do something else. Like Dean is really big into football. He's playing uh, for Stony Brook this year in D1. Yep, uh, which is really cool. And doing this on the side, so like football has kind of been his not his priority, but you know, he's been really trying for that. I think he still likes racing a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm just racing and work. So that's, well, you know, it's the other thing I'm envious about is honestly where you guys are at in your life and the experience you've been exposed yeah. to so far. And you're in a great organization yeah. and it feels like there's, you know, growth opportunities. You guys love yeah. where you're at and you know, you guys are accomplished racers already. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, and you know, you know, you're passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. At 19, it's pretty cool. I like to think I'm a lot more mature than most 19 year olds. And a lot of it comes from hanging out with all the whole team here. You know, everyone's, you know, no younger than 24. So living with them practically for yeah. two, three years, uh, definitely was a big, um, impression on me. If you were to say, uh, I think that's kind of like sculpted me into who I am today, definitely. And uh, being around these guys is definitely an advantage being so young. Uh, and like, the words came out of my mouth. Uh, definitely an advantage having these people around me because it just makes me seem older to yeah. a lot of people, which is a big thing because racing if you want to be professional it's all about how mature you are yep. and how you drive the car obviously and how young you are yes you know, the younger you are the better how how young and mature can yes. you possibly be oh and you got to drive the car for yeah, good, yeah right exactly that's you know that's the big thing i see yeah in racing um, cool cool man thank you so much of course it's been a pleasure yeah i want to thank you for listening or watching drive to compete it's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, Go kick some ass.